Kickflex! Yeah! We should observe the ancient ritual of traditional pre-fight donuts! Yeah! Fear does not exist in this dojo, does it? Am I the baddest mofo no down around this time? Shut up! Rick, not hit back. Silly Caucasian girl likes to play with samurai swords. You will all refer to me by the name Betty. I know Kung Fu. Thank you, Chuck Norris. I said I don't want trouble. Only a ninja can destroy a ninja. Defeat does not exist in this dojo, does it? No, Now, who wants to go home? And who wants to go with me? Yeah. And what are we doing? We're doing a special episode that uh, uh, looks different than what we normally do because we're here in person, baby. We are. I can touch it. Yay. That's inappropriate. Inappropriate. Uh, <laughs> uh, so we're doing a special episode because. Uh, one, we're in person. We're actually get to see each other. I'm in New York City for literally a couple of hours. Uh, and two, Shang-Chi came out. So Marvel's Shang-Chi, for those of you who don't know, really, read a book. Uh, spoiler warning, because <laughs> we're going to basically do our spoiler special of Shang-Chi right now. I guess, yeah. I just think, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, we could do a spoiler special. Also, this is a purely experimental, if it sounds like shit, uh, let us know. Yeah. Uh, hey, Hilda. Hey! Woo! Held up! We're live from the rooftops of New York City, uh, which is not really relevant to Shang-Chi in any way, but uh, we're here and we're enjoying it, so. Yeah. I mean, we could have done this inside the apartment, but then how would I prove to you that I'm actually in New York? <laughs> or that we are actually in the same. Uh, we should have done it where, like, we're on phones across, oh, yeah, from, across each other. from each other. But a la The Rock, the Rock and, and Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Uh, I'll be The Rock. Uh, Yes, of course, I'm Kevin Hart. Um, But uh, realistically, if you haven't seen Shang-Chi yet, you should. You should. And uh, don't listen to this if you are worried about spoilers again. Yeah. Uh, We should start with the... Description. The description of Shang-Chi. Yes, because... Every episode, we begin with the description of Shang-Chi, with the the Wikipedia description of Shang-Chi, of the movie we're watching. Uh, and it is, let's see here, what does Wikipedia say? Uh, martial arts master Shang-Chi confronts the past he thought he left behind when he's drawn into a web of mysterious Ten Rings organization. Huh? Yep. Huh? That just as exciting as we expect. I mean, it literally does sound like every other movie that we would do on this podcast. Yeah. Because quite literally, it is the first of the Marvel martial arts movies, and we are not going to talk about, well, we should talk about Iron Fist a little bit. Well, two things. One, this movie is, remember how, uh, for those of you, like, if you're watching, if you're a James Bond fan, and you're watching Casino Royale, and then Quantum of Solace came out three years later, it took place immediately after Quantum of Solace, like immediately after Casino Royale, mm-hmm. and to a lot of fans, we hated that because we're like, I don't remember a movie that I saw three years ago. Right. This is the exact opposite. 
this is like, hey, remember that movie that came out 12 years ago? No? Nobody does. Here we go. Here's the recap. And they, yeah. give, you, they give you a quick recap of what happened in Iron Man 2, and then they bring in the Ten Rings back. Well, they, they starts off with literally the first words are in Chinese. The first words are Mandarin, and it's it's basically like, respectfully, we are going to do a a Chinese martial arts kung fu movie. Oh, within like the first ten minutes, I was texting you guys, and I saw it opening day. Not trying to brag, but <laughs> I had nothing else to do. <laughs> um, and uh, I was uh, texting you guys, and I was like, "This is." A great martial arts movie already. Like from the get, from the jump, I was like, "This is a great martial arts." The movie. very first scene between the Mandarin, who's Wen Wu, now it's a, it's a, they completely re retconned or corrected. Yeah, corrected. I did enjoy that they were like at certain point in the movie making fun of Iron Man three, which was funny. And then there was also the like very crouching tiger hidden dragon that's, feel that's at the, the beginning that's the scene that I was like this is a very martial arts movie not only that but like good yeah. like Tony Leung is good like they are they hired good martial artists and and from the get I was thoroughly impressed with like the focus of the actual fighting because if we're going to talk about Iron Fist Iron Fist sucked diddly act it was bad I did not think it sucked just for the record but he hate the fight choreography was trash and then it came out years later that that dude from Game of Thrones what was his name exactly Iron Fist Iron Fist the guy playing Iron Fist refused to learn choreography and then he was going to feel it in the moment and the choreographers had to make that shit up on the spot I, I did not know that yeah Fuck that guy. I mean, like, the yeah, whole point... Yeah, I mean, fuck that guy for doing that, but I did. I, I still like that show a lot. Anyway, that's besides the point. I don't know why, we, why are you bringing up Iron Fist when we're talking about... Because I was so disappointed in But Iron why are we... Fist. But this is a Shang-Chi episode. This is not an Iron Fist episode. This isn't even a Marvel episode. This is a Shang-Chi episode. Let's focus on Shang-Chi. Okay, but the reason, I brought, the reason I brought it up is because in Shang-Chi, I went in with a lot of hope. I went in with I hope a, a motherfucker would I, yeah, learn his choreography. Yeah. And then I'm telling you, like the it felt good to watch the opening fight where where it was like super like uh, Chinese fantasy kung fu and then cut to the motherfucker in a bus. Modern day. Modern day doing like legit badass I want to say Jackie Chan inspired fight choreography. Where Why he's, is it Jackie Chan? Well, it's because there was a lot of parkour elements to it. You know when he's like running on the bus and then he so swings down. a lot of Michael Scott uh, inspired parkour. Yeah, yeah, yeah a lot yeah. of Michael Scott inspired uh, fighting. I, I, I thought it was. I loved the whole movie, but can we talk about first of all the villains? There's multiple villains in this, uh, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, the main villain, who you think is the main villain turns out to still be the main villain but also there's another villain that's bigger than him like i, I guess or them i guess I, just, I don't want to say him but it's like the dad we thought is the villain which he is the villain right but then there's a fucking larger villain yes that kills him like, yes like, well because so there's that's the thing about this movie that i i enjoyed a lot is that it kept building on itself in a way because it starts off with him, they even make fun of it at the end, where he's just sitting there with his friends at a dinner table, 
you know, they're just having dinner, talking shit about like, oh, you speak four languages, you know, like basically all of the, you know how we always say that the suspension of disbelief is like, you have to, you have to like pick and choose where you believe things and don't believe, they're like, oh, that's bullshit, but giant robots fighting, you know, like, you know, Iron Man, Iron Man is real, but the fucking you know, the science behind the bus would not be real. You know what I mean? Like some, like some, it's something that pulls you out of it. It starts with him being very grounded to all of a sudden he's riding a fucking dragon, punching a demon and well, exploding it with a Kamehameha. But it started off very like, oh, he, he didn't even look that fit when he walked up. Like he's like, oh, I'm gonna do pushups. And you're like, oh, he looks like a decently in shape guy. We have different beginning? definitions of fitness goals then. Because uh, I'm like, if I look like Shanji. No, no, but Shaq, in the beginning, that's what my whole point is, that in the beginning, he woke up and did some push-ups and he looked fine. Right? He looked like a really shaped guy. Yeah. And then when, after the bus scene, they then go to Macau. To Macau. And he takes off his shirt and you go, oh. Uh, right. Oh, so you've been training for a few months in between shots then, right? Yeah. It's clear as day that that now... Also, I love that they showed that he earned the skill. Like, he, he wasn't... It wasn't one of those things where it's like, yeah, and then I was magically granted martial arts ability. He, they show him getting his ass kicked as a little kid, training his fucking ass off. So the training sequence, right? This is something that happens in every martial arts movie. Yes. The training sequence. We gotta and rate the montage. It happened, it happened twice in uh, Sidekicks. There was two training montages in Sidekicks. How did you like the training montage? Well, I love that they showed the fist in the log because that was the moment where I was like, I was like, I wonder how they're gonna show that he knows how to fight. Because all of a sudden in San Francisco, he fucking kicks ass, right? He's beating the shit out of this guy on the bus, he's pulling, and then and then I was like, how are they gonna explain it? Because the origin story is gonna was completely revamped for for the for the movie. So the origin story being completely changed means that they could have just been like and then he was touched by some magical entity, whatever. But then, no, they show the fist in the thing, showing that he fucking crushed his knuckles every time. He was beat with rods. He was forced to fight. Like, it also showed, like, kind of the intensity of his dad. And, like, showed how, like, he, he, he was his son, but he was, like, a warrior first. And then, that, then, no matter what he did after that, I was like, well, he earned it. I was believable. Well, here's what I would say. I... I... The training montage was fine. The problem that I have with the training montage is that it took place when he was a child. The story of Shang-Chi takes place, that we're seeing, takes place literally 10 years later. And you're thinking, and I'm thinking to myself, so you haven't, you haven't thrown hands in 10 years and you're still this good? Like, don't you have to like crack, you know what I mean? Isn't that like a, something that a diminishing it's like a, a diminishing skill. Well, uh, I took uh, high school martial arts. Uh, <laughs> so clearly. So, like, if I got into a fight right now, yeah, I'd fuck up a dragon. Yeah, yeah. of course I would. <laughs> of course, of course like, I would. Of course you'd take on four bad guys, one with a saw, a sword for a hand. Yeah, of course. Why wouldn't that 10 years late? Like, I just, that's the part that I was like, it's kind of like when I was watching the new Karate Kid, the mm. own, uh, the own J- um, uh, uh, Smith, Will Smith's son. J- uh, uh, Jalen? Jalen, no. Jaden Smith? Uh, Jaden Smith. Jaden yes, Smith. Yes. So, it's kind of the same feeling I had. I'm like, man, this movie's amazing, but ultimately we're watching children fight. I wish it would have been like at least older teenagers, 18-year-olds, you know what I mean? Like, that's what my thought process for watching a new karate kid was. 
watching the new Shang-Chi, I was like, oh, this is awesome. I wish the, the training would have happened five years ago instead of 10 years. You know what I mean? Do you or think like that you, two years is ago, it like, because you think you could fuck up a kid? Regardless no, of his training? No, it's because of the fact that I, I don't, like, it's hard for me to buy, we're talking about suspension with disbelief, it's hard for me to buy into the fact that this guy hasn't thrown hands in 10 years and he's still this deadly. Unwillingly, like, un- unwantingly. Like, no, I don't want to fight and still fucks up people, not a scratch on him, after 10 years of not raising his hands. For sure he has to do, I mean, look, he does, look. He does push up. In Batman Begins, in ba- <laughs> Batman Begins. You were about to say, he does, he does push up. <laughs> but I was going to say, in Batman Begins, they only show Bruce Wayne doing a handful of push-ups in the morning. No, Batman Begins, they show him he got in a fight in prison. He was fighting as a fucking grown-up. He was, he was getting his ass beat, then he got his training by uh, whatever the right, fuck his name was. Right, but when he's already, then years later, he's already Batman, and he gets up after getting the shit. Sh- but he got trained as an adult, that's my point. We saw the training, we saw combat, physicality as him as an adult. If we saw if we saw 10-year-old, 15-year-old Bruce Wayne in his training, and then we're like, oh, he hasn't thrown hands in 10 years, now he's Batman, you'd be like, what? You know what? I do think you're right because I think I could fuck up the kid in Gotham, regardless of how much you know what I mean. Remember that show Gotham? Yeah, yeah, I could fuck that kid up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't remember that show because I didn't watch it, but you did. I could fuck that kid up. Uh, no, that's my whole point. Like, what, what is Hilda saying? Hilda's saying uh, she wrote uh, there's a beautiful comment uh, that she absolutely loved the focus of Shang Chi, uh, Sean. I love that his that they made fun of the fact that he's like you changed your name from Sean to Sean. Whatever. And they found you? And they found you? Crazy. <laughs> uh, finding his true self living between two worlds, two cultures. It was something I didn't expect going into a Marvel movie, and it moved me deeply as a Spanish Cuban American growing up in the USA. Two very different worlds and cultures. Agreed. I genuinely enjoyed the. And then literally the Ten Rings being balanced by the fact that he is accepting both sides of his heritage. Like his mom, who was from Talo. Well, because there's, okay, we we skipped over this whole part of, there's like a whole other dimension. There's a whole story that we haven't even mentioned, that we haven't even talked to. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's okay. So, um, there's a whole story, like we were just jumping around because we're so excited because the movie was great. Yeah. But yeah, it basically is this kid who we, th- we briefly talked about 10 years to the throw hands, right? Escaped his father's organization, I guess. Yeah, yeah. He escaped because his father sent but him to go kill somebody. He escaped, which means like, because he, he, they let him go. Because he was but supposed we, to we kill. We find that out at the end. Right. Yeah, we find that out later that his dad was like, yeah, I know where my kids are at all times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, that, then they cut to an Aquafina eye roll. Yeah. I also like how they show Aquafina and him as friends, like yeah. just just being friendly. Uh, like, I I don't know if it was supposed to be romantic at the end, like that they're in love or whatever. I hope they are. I was rooting for that. I was like, man. Yeah. Like, I was, yeah. I was rooting for that because uh, I am a I am a, I am a fan of people who uh, date that were friends first. Like I'm a fan of that. So. But I also know that they don't want to fall into the trope of she's he's the leading man, she's the leading woman. They have to move on. And like, the other one's his sister, so it would be sister, weird. So it would be. I mean, depending on what part of the country you're from, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, I was, Alabama. But I did. 
but I did root for them. I did root for, I did, I was like, oh, but they would make a good couple. They would make a whatever. I, I, I think it was, you know, if anybody understands each other, it's them after being friends for, for 10 years. Well, I do like the fact that she did not have any clue about his whole deal, except for the fact that he was like, you know, just like a, a kid from China, you know, like who like bridged the two cultures when she was trying to avoid being yeah. Chinese. Like she didn't go by her Chinese name. She, her family, she, she didn't speak Chinese, which I know a lot of Latinos who are speak Spanish, you know, like they don't speak Spanish, but they still, you know, like they're, yeah. like they're Latino, not Hispanic, because Hispanic implies that you could fucking speak the language. Correct. So there's tons of New Yorkers like that. The, poor, the, the New Yorkians had the whole culture of like, don't expect me to speak Spanish just because I'm Puerto Rican. And there's tons of Cubans like that in Miami. There's tons of people like that. And she's the Chinese person. Like I related with that immediately where she's like, I don't, whatever. And then the guy, uh, Ronnie Cheng, when he's in the in that fight club place, when he's like, don't worry, I speak ABC. That was fantastic. Yeah. That got such a good laugh in the theater. Um, yeah, it was good. I speak ABC. Oh, fuck. So good. You know, that's an entire culture, like an, a language built on a completely different structure that it's like, I speak ABC is the perfect way to encapsulate that because you immediately know what he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, and the fact that he's also making fun of the fact that it's like our alphabet is so simple. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah I speak your... <laughs> I speak your kindergarten I bullshit. Speak, I speak your bullshit. Yeah, I also know my shapes. It's, <laughs> it's fine. Uh, <laughs> I like this comment. Hilda, funnily enough, my teacher used to constantly repeat, if you can't push up, you can't punch. Huh? Huh? Ten years of push-ups. He's got a punching uh, was your, skill. Was your teacher uh, Al, uh, Alfred? Uh, yeah, yeah. All those push-ups. What are all those push-ups for? When he has that beam on top of him? Yeah, yeah. What are all those push-ups? All those for? push-ups for nothing. Uh, um, I, 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 all right. So the so the story goes. Uh, he escaped his father's organization. His father then ten years later catches up with him. Uh, they have a fight. He needs a, he needs a pen that he needs a yeah, pen that, that his mom gave him. Uh, before she passed away, mm-hmm. before she was murdered, we find murdered, murdered. And then, wait, wasn't he? Didn't he run away because he was sent to kill the? Yes. The Iron Gang. The last person in that, the, that that killed that, that killed involved. that was involved in the death of his mother. Yeah. Right. He did though. That's the thing. He, like you think that he ran away because he couldn't do it, but then you find out he ran away because he fucking did it. Yeah, he did it. Like he, he murdered that guy. Yeah. I don't hate that. I don't, I don't, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it because as a Marvel movie, you expect it's stereotypical. Like when they, I almost, I did it quite, but I almost rolled my eyes when at first he implies that he didn't. Well, actually, he says flat out, I didn't do it. He lies to Aquafina and goes, I didn't do it. I go, no, I couldn't do it. I was like, ah, fuck. Like I almost, I I didn't roll my eyes, but in my mind, I was like, kind of would have been cool if he did, though. Yeah, yeah. Like only because it would have got against. The uh, hero trope. The, whole, the yeah. hero trope of like, well, I'm a hero, I can't kill, and all this bullshit. Like, he didn't know he was a hero. He was 15 years old. Yeah. He was being manipulated by his dad. Like, he didn't, he had the grief of his mother. He didn't know that like, he was fucking, so, but I, I, I. But I like that it continues. So, like, what brings him back into that world is this postcard that supposedly from his sister. So then he goes and they find that, like, after they're attacked and, you know, whatever, he fight, he, they steal his pendant, and now he's got to, he's like, fuck, I got to go find my sister because we're fucked. Then they go to Macau, and then there's like the fucking fight club. 
And can we talk? We got to talk about the fact that you see Wong Wong fighting Abomination. That's Abomination, is that, is right? That, is that what it is? I didn't know what it was. I just, just know it was. That's what everyone is saying that it is abomination. That it's that like all of the videos I've seen since that since I'm old or whatever, it's abomination. But it, is it Emil Blonsky, Tim Roth's character? Because he's coming back. I hope it's not abomination because that would take him out of the loop of running for uh, as far as a villain is concerned. Unless we're going to put him in the movie with all the villains, with all the former villains, the Thunderbolts. The Thunderbolts. Uh, he's no, we got to turn it this way. Uh, he... But it's too much. No. No, I'm yeah. not. No, you look... <laughs> ah! Um, the, the... We haven't seen each other in I, years. It's been... Has it been years? When was the last time I saw you? Because I didn't see you when I went back to Miami because... Well, it's been, a, it's been pre-COVID. Pre-COVID. Definitely pre-COVID. Pre-COVID. It's a different... By one. the way, we're both vaccinated uh, to the listener and the audio. We're both vaccinated. And he was I, tested I, I, tested, I got tested yesterday, uh, so... And I got my results this morning, so... And we're good. We're good. Um, I licked the subway. So, uh, uh, yeah. So yeah. Well, no, no, no. I ate a rat on the way up here. That was... That's definitely something that happened. Yes. Uh, my question is... My hope is that... I hope that, that that's not an abomination. But I could see how it is. But. I, uh, they keep saying it's abomination. It looked different to me, so I don't know. So there's like a lot of speculation about what it could be because it could be the thunderbolts are happening because the Yamil Blonsky. Oh, the thunderbolts are definitely happening. Definitely happening. That's definitely happening. But we, if you saw Black Widow, yeah, thunderbolts are definitely fucking happening. That's already yeah. yeah. And then the but there and and also uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier introduced a bunch of it. This whole Dark Avengers, Thunderbolts combo. I'm in. I'm in. I'm, I'm down. I'm down for that. But if it's if it's the it's abomination, like all the cool characters. Yeah, it's all of the villains fight. Like, all the cool characters like, that didn't die. Yeah, yeah. That didn't die. Um, what we needed was uh, Michael B. Jordan's. Ooh. That would. But they fucking killed him because that's what Marvel does. Hey, dude, we got a really cool villain. Cool. Thanks for this one one off. They yeah, yeah, this yeah. One shot. Like, oh, they signed up for one movie. That's it. Uh, but the the reality of it is, is that it could be anything. They could have given the fucking. I thought it was a regular monster. I didn't think about it. I didn't until right now. Until you just said it, I didn't think it was abomination. It very well could be. I didn't yeah. think that. That was just a regular monster that Wong knows. Yeah, just a Wong monster. Just like, like Wong needs extra money, so he goes and sets up a fake fight. Like that's a, that's a like. A, you know what I want? I want a Wong Deadpool movie or TV uh, like Disney Plus series because Wong is legit like become one of my favorite characters. Yeah, I love how he's just around. He's always kind of snarky. He's talking shit. I like how he's just he's got this incredible knowledge of the sorcery. He's not the Sorcerer Supreme, but he fucking does everything the Sorcerer Supreme does. And I like the fact that he listens to Beyonce. And he listens to Beyonce. But yeah, that, there's a lot of speculation as to what that could mean because they show that it could be the raft. They, Yamil Blonsky, Tim Roth, the actual like Tim Roth abomination is coming back for She-Hulk. So that, who Tim knows? Roth Tim Roth is coming back. So we don't know what that could. Out. He's older, yeah. Remember when they CGI'd his abs in Incredible Hulk? I do remember that. You gotta look. Wait, they, they CGI Tim Roth, not the abomination. No, they Tim Roth. CGI Tim Roth. Man. When he's recovering from the first time he gets his ass kicked, you gotta watch it because it is ridiculous. Oh, I gotta watch that. Oh God, Marvel CGI my abs, please. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, it's 
<laughs> so fucking funny. Uh, but yeah, that's that's back when the Ed Norton Hulk was. I love Ed Norton Hulk. I really did too. I mean, it's a shame he's a fucking asshole to work with, apparently. Apparently. But apparently what, he's an artiste. He's he like shit done the way yeah. he likes it done. They're, he's not fucked up. He's like, I'm an asshole because I want this to go well. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I, I want this to go well and I have a feeling of how this is going to go. Creative like, differences. Yeah, that's creative all it is. Differences. Well, to, but that's what I'll say. Like, creative differences can label you an asshole. Like, because I'm creative and I yeah, have yeah. my own opinion. And he's like, yeah, yeah, you're an asshole. Like, wow, okay, I guess. Like, that's and then, weird. And then you hear all the stories about all the behind-the-scenes stuff of Marvel being, like, super racist and misogynistic. And then you're like, maybe we should have let Norton do some stuff. But maybe we would have had a Black Widow movie earlier. Me? Uh, do you like, did you like the whole, uh, the sister having to force herself to train when nobody was watching? So I like that. I didn't completely buy that because that's, to me, one step removed from the Ninja Turtles learning Kung Fu from a book. Right. And you go, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like, that's both, that that's, never works. So, and then she picked up that weapon, that Kill Bill fucking ball, uh, yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. spear with a rope. She picked that, and I'm sorry, I don't know the name of the weapon, but it's a, it's a, name, it's a real the weapon. The chain with uh, so meteor she picked, hammer. Thing. Yeah, so she picks that up. It's with a blade. And she just starts going at it. And I'm like, oh, oh. So what? Because you read a book? Is that what you're saying? I saw somebody else do it so I can fucking do it. And I'm like, what the kind of... So I didn't like that. I didn't like the fact that... And this is not... And this is going to sound misogynistic or however it's going to sound. But the actress they got to portray his sister looks five years older than him as an adult. And she's supposed to be younger than him. Really? I didn't get that at all. I but. got that at all. I, I immediately, I was like, is she old? I, also, I, I was watching with my wife, and I asked my wife, I was like, is she, she looks older. She looks, I don't know if I, she I, is older. No, I didn't I look know. that up, but she looks, as an actress, older than the guy that they got to play. Which, by the way, the age is, he does not look 25. No, he does not. He does <laughs> not a, look 25. That's a 33-year-old man. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, that's, no, I, that was weird. Anyways, but uh, I'm not talking I'm not, I'm, not no, ageist, I'm not being ageist to him or, or, or the actress that played his sister, but I love that story when she said, let me go. That was a fucking good one. Because that whole thing about that he left her and he was supposed to come back, and he never came back, and she waited for him for seven years before she was like, oh, I don't fucking need you. Oh, right. That was, that was great. But then at the end, when she's holding onto the dragon and the dragon's taking her, the bad dragon, the mm. bad whatever, and she said, let me go. I thought he was gonna let her go. Like I thought she was gonna sacrifice her something. Right, right, right. And he was like, "No, I'm never letting you go again." And I was like, "Ooh, yeah. ooh, ooh I got the, I got the feeling kick, yeah, yeah, into me, kick like, yeah." There was genuinely a moment. There was a, there was a bunch of moments like that. The redemption at the end for for the Mandarin. I also love that he's like they made fun of it. They're afraid of a fucking orange, which I thought was very funny. Um, and the idea that he was finding their mother and going after the spirit of their mother. Right, right. And then that like, was his motivation. Yeah, that it wasn't necessarily out of this evil thing. It was like the, this like magical this like magical desire to bring his wife back potentially right. from this magical parallel dimension that he knows exists because he's been there. Uh, or, he's, been at the he's been at the edge, yeah, yeah. And all, like, the whole process of that, the, 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 the discovery of what it meant to have this other 
like parallel dimension city that all of these Chinese um, mythology, Chinese mythological creatures come from, like that Nine Tails thing, the the dragon horses. Big fan of all of those dragon horses. All of the magical animals, and then the fucking village where they're like. Oh, well, you saw the when you saw the. Was it a dragon lions? I yes. guess. Oh, so I was like, oh my god! And they're like, actually, and they oh, they so do good. shit and they're badass. Yeah, they do shit. And they're not just there for fucking. Like it reminded me. Oh, you still haven't seen it. What? You still haven't seen uh, Zack Snyder's zombie uh, movie? The oh, the out. one with uh, Dave Bautista. Yeah. No, I have not. Okay, so it, it reminded me of that. Like there's like a thing in there. Like oh, it looks amazing, but then. It, actually functional oh so like the dragon the dragon lions are that example like oh man that looks aesthetically pleasing it's cool because i've seen those before i've seen those gargoyles and da 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 and then when they actually do something in the story you go oh fuck that's cool yeah yeah same thing with that yeah okay i got it. i had i had the, the, so they so basically the reason why all of this happens in the first place is that they don't let him in because he lived for a thousand years with the ten rings that he was using for evil and then if he were to come in to, like it would be bad like he wasn't allowed in because right. he was because he wasn't a good person because he wasn't a good person he was ki- he was a fucking murderer he was a murderer he, he was, was a murderer. Murderer. and then uh, they showed I love they showed the, the different time frames like the Napoleon yeah. then they showed like uh, the medieval time like he's just like fucking killing everybody and then I liked that she leaves to with him so it's like she was in love with him too she gave up a lot they play dance dance revolution like they just have normal like life and then you can kind of see that every story about a gangster going straight ends up biting him in the ass on, at the end because because someone got, wants it, to fill the power vacuum well no it's because it, that wasn't even it it wasn't even that somebody wants to feel the part it was that your past catches up with you yeah so the shit that he did, just because he's like, okay, I'm not gonna be a bad guy anymore, doesn't mean hey, that somebody else was like, no, but you were a bad guy and you fucking yeah. killed my family, you motherfucker. Like, right, right, like, right. So that's gonna come back around. I like that. How did you feel about? Because I know you're not big into the comics, but how did you feel that they rewrote the way the Ten Rings look? Yes, I. Ten Rings used to be actual rings on your on your on your hands. Yes, like uh, like you know finger rings. And so you used I, to be ten of those. That that's in the comic book. That was the Ten Rings. Was ten rings that you wear and also well they also come from the McClellans the the Fin Fang Foom dragon people that alien race of dragon people um but like I I like that at the end they tell you you still don't know how they work because even they did a thing they were doing their stuff they were like a whip and then like projectiles and they were just under the control of the person using them and then when Shang-Chi used it it was even stronger because he was balancing the good and the bad you know like Wing Wu was just using him for power and that whole scene where bro I got goosebumps when because the mother did that foot sweep yeah. circle thing and then the hands open then his aunt did it I love and when they it, I love, it, I love when his aunt opened his hand yes. oh, I was like Open was your like, heart. He's you have to open your heart. You open your hand to open your heart. Like that was yeah, weird. for real. And then when he is fighting his dad and does the mom's move, I was like, hey, he's doing it, Peter. Um, and then when he gets the rings, like he can kind of like take them from it. You saw that? Like he yeah, was like, yeah, yeah. They want to be with me because he's balancing 
that he, he like said yes to the dragon's power. Aura. Yeah. yeah, the protector dragon. So either way, I oh, like. I did we talk about? There's a fucking dragon. Yeah. What the fuck, dude? When that dragon came out, I was like, no, they're not. There's an act. Holy! I literally said, holy shit. shit. I was like, right. Dragon, y'all. Like, it was bonkers. That was fucking bonkers. The, the little demon thing sucking the souls out of people's mouths was a good fucking, like, scare. I, like, I did think it was funny that um, they had the weapon that the sister was good at made of dragon stuff. Like, hey, we knew you were coming. And we knew you'd be good at this. So here's the chain weapon. <laughs> it's not like they only had, that was the only dragon had it. No, everything was made out of dragon scale yeah. apparently in that fucking village that dragon every time the dragon goes to shave in the morning he's like yeah, here you go motherfuckers <laughs> yeah make some shit with this yeah um there was a lot of, there was no shortage of dragon scale yeah <laughs> yeah that was great but I did love honestly like once they explained the dragon scales I was like yep that's how they fight that's yeah. the thing they've lived there for hundreds of years they did the whole story through that weird that cool looking carving thing Kind of a rip off of uh, Man of Steel, but sure, I'll, I'll accept a it. little bit. I'll accept it. Yeah, I, I dug it when Man of Steel did it. I dug it uh, when Shang Chi did it. It's fine. I, I did like the message that Aquafina got. Where oh yeah, that was a good message. Where she was like, "Oh, I constantly keep trying to find something, but I just get bored and move on." And she, if you aim at nothing, you'll hit nothing. That was so that shit hit fucking me hard. That I was hit like, so oh, hard. Failure. That hit so hard. That's. I know it's gonna sound cliche-ish and, and, and uh, it's gonna sound like I'm mocking but I'm not that to me is something that words of wisdom that you have that you you should be reminding yourself and I thought to myself that would make a great tattoo like that's immediately what I thought a great tattoo a great tattoo if you aim at nothing you will hit nothing and I was like because that's a constant reminder to somebody like me who's like a lot of us I'm just gonna say mm-hmm. uh, but I I found I, I I attach myself to that because I found like oh I'm constantly looking for something to I guess get to the next get level. to the next level or whatever. Yeah. But I I thought that was a cool. I'm like if you aim at nothing you'll hit nothing. That's a that's one of those things. Like I I love I have a thing of collecting like phrases that are short but like that you can tell you like yeah. you only have to floss the teeth you want to keep. You know what I mean? Like that kind of shit to help you remember. Or good ones. Yeah. 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 No, but it's true. Like. If you want the result, you got to do the thing that gets the result. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like... One of my favorites is uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's quote where he says, you could have results or you could could have results or excuses. You can't have both. Ooh, that's a good one. And I was like, oh, fuck, yes, that's so good. I love love the, a goal without a plan is a wish. Uh, that's a good one from uh, Hello, that's a little Disney-ish but alright no that's Herm Edwards from the Broke documentary that Billy Corbin did oh really he's like when he's talking, oh that's right her, I've heard her Herm Edwards he's yeah, yeah. like a goal without a plan is a wish yeah if you want to be lazy be organized I love that one Herm has a lot of good ones but that if you aim at nothing you'll hit nothing is perfect exactly like that because it's 100% you can use that in a lot of different situations yeah. it applies to literally everything yeah like if you, it's like it's like oh, I don't want to hit anything. It's like okay, then you won't. Yeah, then you, you, you won't. won't. And then it's one of those things where it's like if I don't have a specific goal in mind, you'll never get to anywhere. Yeah, because you're not. It's great. I, I thought it was great. Aquafina hitting that shot was phenomenal. The Aquafina whole. as a whole was great. I first of all, I'm a fan of Aquafina. I've only seen her in three things. I'm not exaggerating. Yeah. 
Uh, I learned today. What were the three things? I know about her from she was. I I, I know she was in Crazy Rich Asians, even though I never saw Crazy Rich Asians. I never saw it, but I know she's in it. And I also know her from Jumanji Part Two. Oh yeah, she was great. She was great in Jumanji Part Two. And then there was something else, and I forgot what it was. But my whole point is like I was like, I went in. Ocean's Eight. She was in. Yes, there you go. Ocean's Eight. Yes. So I've liked her in the three things that I've seen. I'm not exaggerating. Three things that I've seen. But uh, I know a lot of people. I know a lot of people like she's annoying. I'm like I I like her. Uh, She was the right amount of out of character like you know like uh, fish, fish out, out of like, water yeah yeah, 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 yeah yeah she was the right amount of that in this movie and she was also like uh, a good representation of the opposite of Shang-Chi like where he she was not a special person like she's just like right. someone who she wasn't somebody with abilities or powers or like lineage or something she was just a, a person writing that line between two cultures as well just in a different way and then to have her then find this like she's gets this winning shot she has this moment of like you know like power and then at the end when they're talking this telling the story it sounds so ridiculous it's so it's so great that whole moment where they're like all right you you don't have to make fun of us it was almost like the guy from atman yes that story it was almost like you're like what like what he everything they're saying is factual or at least in their world, but yeah. then you go, get the fuck out of here. Like, this is so much bullshit. Like, so so stupid. Yeah. I did enjoy that. I, I did. I also enjoy that, like, literally. Oh, my God. We have, I'm oh, sorry to cut you off. We haven't even talked about this guy coming back as a Mandarin. Yes. As Trevor. Yeah, yeah. As Trevor. Holy fuck, man. Oh, man. That is crazy. The one thing I hated about Iron Man 3 was a plus in this movie. It was like, great it in was this movie. It was so good. And he was able to talk to the ass monkey thing. The mo- yes, uh, the uh, faceless monkey. Faceless monkey. Oh, it was great. He's like, oh, he, he, he really feels bad about that. Don't bring that up. I, well, okay. This all hinges to me on if you've seen All Hail the King, All Hail the King, which is the the short that they did that came out on yes. Thor Dark World. The Thor the Dark World DVD had these, because that was those Marvel one-shots. Hold on, there's crime happening. Because it's New York. It's New York, so there's crime. We should be seeing Spider-Man. Yeah. Swing by. And, you know. Um, but we hear you, bro. Take it easy. All right. Okay. Is that a cop or an ambulance? No, that's a ambulance, probably. Yeah, yeah. Um, they have different, they have different ringtones. They have, they... <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, You're never that? not going to say that now. I know. They're <laughs> ringtones to me now. <laughs> Fuck, I hate it. Oh, man. What were we talking about? We're talking about uh, Trevor. Oh, if you saw All Hail the King. All you got to do is, if you have Disney Plus, they have they it. They put it back Disney. up on Disney yeah. Plus. But there's a bunch of those Marvel one-shots. And I've seen them all. There, I've seen them all, too. And we did it on Mike Contextualizes the Universe. If you want to go check out at Contextualizes on Twitter. We did a Patreon episode of all of the one-shot episodes for uh, patreon.com slash missingsock. There's an episode there where we do all the one-shots with me and uh, Alex Murray. But they're not easy to find all of them. Like, Well, if you have the Blu-ray, you have them. On the Blu-rays, they're on, they're on the Blu-rays, but they're not like all in one place. you got to no, no, look no. for them. Each one of them is like before or after. In the... So each one of the shorts is during a movie in the Blu-ray version of whatever. Right. Movie. So like after Iron Man one, I believe there's one. 
there's the Thor one. There's there, the Avenger one. There's the Agent Carter one. Item forty seven, which is after the after the Avengers. After the Avengers. Then there's the. Um, a funny thing happened on the way to New Mexico or whatever. Thor's two, hammer. Two song, or was it? Yeah, yeah. In in, but it was like that's the one where you learn a little bit more about Agent Coulson. Agent Coulson and the Hydra guy, Sitra. Okay. And um, then there's like a couple other ones, and then the I think I think it was the last, the All Hail the King was where they show that the Ten Rings was real, and that this Trevor Slattery guy is like fucked for taking pretending to be the leader and then in this movie when he comes back it's like someone on like someone on reddit had apparently they showed a quote and then like watch this guy still be there and he like kept it they like keep him alive so he does Macbeth for them or whatever he does Shakespeare for them or whatever that's exactly what's in the fucking movie well okay so yes if you've seen the short there's a long way to go to say if you've seen the short you know all about this already but you don't have to have seen the short because he explains exactly yeah Trevor, the character, explains exactly in the movie what you missed in the short. Yeah. Obviously, a, a truncated version of it, but it's still the same story. It's still the same and explanation. And also, when Wu t- makes fun of Iron Man 3, like, yeah, they used my name. They used all stuff. It's all I fake. I did get permission. I like the fact that he asked me to use his name and he granted him permission. The, from Ten Rings organization. They he asked says, him, yeah, he said that, that in, the, in the dinner. He says they asked him, of course, to let them uh, and th- let them use the ten rings, whatever. And then he says, and you know what name they came up with? Mandarin. Oh, but he let them. He gave I didn't them realize that he had. Let yeah, them he gave them the mission. But I like the fact that, like, when I when I saw that, I was like, oh, like a comic. Like, hey, can I use that bit? And again, I'm like, yeah. oh, I use that bit. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, I don't like the way you did that. Like that now, like that, it became, like that's that's why I, I remember specifically about that. Yeah. Uh, for me, it was more like that was when he was being a good guy, apparently. So when he was like living just his simple life, he didn't really care. And then also the fact that he's like, I'm I've gone by many names. That he's like, let them, you know, it's like almost like the George Pirate Roberts, where it's like, yeah, let them use the name, let them have, the, you know, like, doesn't matter, because I, you know, he's he is who he is. So he's like, I've gone by many names, et cetera, et cetera. This is just another one, and they chose a fucking orange or whatever he says, which I thought was very funny because it's true, a chick, a chicken dish. The entire world was afraid of a chicken dish, and I was like, that's fucking funny. Um, but he comes out and he's kind of like a chill yeah. character. But a, a name by a rose by any other name. Right? It doesn't matter. Like they weren't afraid of the orange. No. They were afraid of the bombs and the terrorist acts. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't. If there's, if there's like a glo- of- if there's a global terrorist and he literally caught himself like hot fucking soda. Yeah. You'd be like, oh fuck, bro, I don't want to die. Soda scary. Like, it's scary. Like, soda. Soda's gonna get us. But also, there's an element of. Uh, like the branding of it, like, you, like he's making fun of Robert Killian. Like he's making fun of the the, the research focus group's name that they came up with because it was, or even like the fortune cookie part and all that stuff. Like he brings he brings that up too, which I I, I dug that up. I, I did think that the Trevor Slattery character was. I love that character. I didn't have an issue with. I had him. I had a, an issue with him in Iron Man Three because. Uh, and again, this, it took me a while. This, this, uh, remember the whole like, just go for the ride that they give you, mm. go along for the ride yeah, that they yeah, give yeah. you. I learned that after, not after Iron Man three. I, I don't want to say because of Iron Man three. I learned that after watching Iron Man three. Right. Uh, and I believe 
you you talk about this a lot that you learned it when we watched the Fantastic Four. Yeah. The, the fan the fan four stick. The fan four stick. Yeah. Um, I yeah I, I I subscribe to that. I just go for along for the right thing. Mm-hmm. When it became like Guardians of the Galaxy, when it became something that I wasn't familiar with right. already. Yeah. And then I knew oh I should probably do that with Iron Man three as well. You got to go back and change your point of view. I had to go back and change my point of view. It took me a while. It took me years after the movie came out because for a long time I was such a fan of the Iron Man comic books that when they bastard, bastardized, 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 yeah, yeah. bastardized, bastardized uh, the Mandarin in the movie, I was like, this is awful because for the first half of the movie, the Mandarin character in Iron Man Three was what was like. I don't want to say it was. It was. It was worthy of it. It was worthy of the it was yeah. worthy of the name of the comics because it's one of the greatest villains that Marvel has, even though he's really underdone in the comics. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I I wasn't a fan, but I went back and I, you know what I mean. Like I, I'm still not I still wasn't a fan of Trevor, but I I got over my gripe with what they gave me. Right. Then Trevor comes in in Shang Chi, and I'm like I'm in, bro. Well, because I'm now he's like the comic relief, yeah. and he's also kind of like this settling force when they were in the middle of all of this like turmoil learning learning about his the, the truth about what's about to happen to his dad and they're going to take over Talo and we got to stop him and etc and then all of a sudden there's this moment of like goofy reminder like a memory of like of, of, of holy shit and all of a sudden there's like a magical animal and you're like holy shit you know like what a weird thing to throw in in that moment but when, it was like it timed perfectly when he plays dead in the middle of the battle yeah <laughs> he plays dead in the middle of the battle yeah, how yeah. fucking great was that I mean that's fucking fantastic when he's teaching the kids how to play fucking soccer I thought that was really funny and and also when um, he's interpreting for the Morris to giving them directions through the through the forest right. I thought that was dope I thought like there was it was just incredible like I was on board on with from the beginning with this movie like they really did a good job of like, and you're in, you know, like you're you're if you're not on on board by now, we we're not we're not here. You're not for us. I can only make our move. I can only hear like Russian audiences go. Do they have to speak Chinese all the time? Though? Yes, I, I I knew I was totally okay with it. I love subtitles. I don't I don't like subtitles, but I'm okay with it when it serves a purpose and the purpose is like, hey man, this is good. I like what Valkyrie did. did you remember? Did you ever watch Valkyrie? Valkyrie uh, with uh, with uh, Tom Cruise. Oh no! I so like that. the first two minutes of that movie, they're speaking German, and literally you hear, you see the subtitles, and you hear them speak German, and so it's like they do their version of German English the way we do Spanish. Okay. So the estamos hablando en español, y nosotros vamos a hablar español, and until we then slowly go into English, and now the audience feels. Oh, they're still speaking German, but we can understand it because it's a ah. fucking movie. And you know who did that? You know what movie did that really well? Humphrey Red October. Okay. Because yeah. there's a guy reading uh, from a passage from a book, and then he's reading in Russian, and he gets to the word apocalypse, and then it switches to English. Right. Because that, that the whole point of that movie was that they could launch right, 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 the apocalypse. Right. But then they switch, and then uh, and then uh, then it becomes the Sean Connery's. Sean Connery being a Russian ga- captain. Yeah, it's so funny. But, Sean Connery and Van Damme are the two guys that I was like, it doesn't matter what nationality your character is, they're still going to be Sean Carl Van Damme and or yeah. Sean Connery. It doesn't matter. It's true. It's like, it's like, 
Right? That guy, yeah, Double uh, Double is a British agent. Yeah, but he's still Sean Connery. He's still Sean Connery. Right? <laughs> it's like, like a hovering pope. He's a Russian uh, commander. Yeah, but he's yeah, still Sean Connery. Connery. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, nobody ever asked Sean Connery, like, God bless him. I love his movie. But nobody ever asked him, like, hey, are uh, you going to be playing a different uh, character? Uh, so I need, it's a Russian character. So I need you to do Russian dialect. They never, never anybody asked him for that. And the same thing with Van Damme. It's like, hey, uh, what's your name? Guile? Are you, a, are you an American colonel? You have an American tattoo on you? That's great. Uh, you still speak like Van Damme, still right? speak like Van <laughs> Or like Sean Connery in Fighting Force 3. He's like, you've lived in New York for the past 60 years. You're the man now, dog. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> and nobody bats an eyelash. Nobody. As an audience, you go, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Um, Van Damme, what, do you, what the fuck do you want? Uh, okay, so we get to this, the training montage within Tao Lo. Because yes. they finally get there, they Another learn. Another training montage. Another training montage. Marvel loves its training montages, bro. But it fucking fits. This one is way better than the first one, I thought. Which, yeah. do you like the first one better? The kid the first, fighting? Yeah, the first training montage? No, I think of them all as like one big training montage. But they're not, though. They're actually two separated by 50 minutes of film. So my question to you is, which one? <laughs> I like that bullshit I think you try to give me. No, they're kind of the same. They're all kind of the same. But it's not. But it's It's not. an extension of no, 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 no. Thematically speaking, <laughs> no. I, I, what I did like is it showed um, Aquafina practicing and getting better because I would have not bought that one shot, one kill thing with. Um, with I like the fact that it. she started off good. Yeah. She didn't maybe not start it off, but she was starting off. She like, hey, I did good. She was like, hey, all right. And then that motivated her. Yeah, and, and then the guy, the old man, was like, you're not ready. And I was like, well, because I think it was more, I, I interpreted that as like, he didn't want her to endanger herself or others. Oh, I didn't, I, I was like. They've been there for thousands of years. Yeah, but in my mind, I was like, she is what else? Like, yeah. How much better can you get? Get a smaller arrow? Yeah, what yeah, you, yeah. What are you, <laughs> you trying to do? Um, I, you know what? The one gripe I do have with this movie, because it comes up now in this fight, of, um, when um, the dude with the mask was we never underutilized. Like, oh, I I was just like we I wanted never to see him. him have like a fucking dope. We never see who he is. We never see anything about him other than he's the one that trains. Uh, right. Yeah, but like I wanted more from him at the end. He just gets his soul sucked out by one of those demon things. I like that they pulled back. They called back that joke that they did in the original Avengers. Where he's like, "Why should we listen to you?" And then he beats up some aliens. He's like, "All right, we need to make moves." Oh, right, right. right. So it was like, why must we? Uh, why would we uh, um, trust you? And then the fucking guy comes and the, the chick comes and does the soul sucking thing, whatever. And then they're right. like, all right, so we're gonna team yeah, up with them. Yeah, we're yeah, gonna yeah. we're gonna team up with them. Yeah, yeah. So you didn't like that the guy in the mask thing? I like the guy in the mask. I just wanted more. I guess. He felt very Captain Phasma to me. Under you, like he looked dope. No, no, he. This one was good though. This guy was good. But that's what I'm saying. Like, but I feel like the aspect of not using him enough. I wanted to know, like, I thought there was going to be a reveal of who he was. Yes, and that's what I want. That element. That's what I, w- I wanted to know who he was. I wanted to care about him more. I wanted to know who he was so I could not like him more. Yes, because otherwise he was just like, cool. Like, can he be a good guy yeah, too? Yeah, we're, we're in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Watch this be like, all of a sudden, like, Spider Man drops down. Yeah. And like, oh, this is the perfect podcast for you to be on Spider Man. Uh, so, right, so let's go through the ratings. Right. Oh yeah. How many rings? <laughs> How many rings? No, I'm uh, gonna give this ten 
out of 10 Razor Fist vehicle, like like the Razor Fist cars. Uh, oh, did we like Razor Fist? Uh, not as much as I liked the the mascot. I thought I thought the, the Razor Fist. First of all, I didn't like the fact that we had didn't have a hand and we had the sword thing. I didn't. That's a. It's like it's old comic book shit that it was like. I, wouldn't it, imagine if he had a sword or a hand. Yeah. Aquaman then, had that at one point. He had like a, he had a sword. He had a yeah, book. Aquaman had like a. Yeah. Yeah. But but the I did not like that the sword comes out of his arm because then how does the fuck does he? It's like the the Deadpool in Wolverine Origins where the sword comes out of his forearm and you're like how the fuck could he have just bent his arm? Like that's the suspension of realism. Well, no, because the blade gets it's like one of those like uh, it's like a like a car antenna, like one of those yeah, like little car antennas where you go. I'm all right with that. No. I don't like the. I just don't like aesthetically. I didn't like the, the way the sword looks at all. Like, uh, as part of the, I don't like yeah. that. And then the name Razor Fist. I was like, is that like Taser Face? I, like, exactly. I, I was like, is that? Are they? But I think are they mocking themselves? I think they are because that was that's definitely a character that is dumb. Like yes. Razor Fist is dumb. Even in the comic books, but I'm a is huge, dumb. But I'm a huge fan of the actor who played Drago. That's drag. That's Ivan Drago's son. In oh, Green no wonder he looked fucking yeah. familiar. Yeah, uh, he's great. Yeah, as he's, a, he's a great actor. He's a good actor. He was not again underutilized in this movie. I don't he think could. he was underutilized. He had. He even had a speaking line. Yeah, he did. I was like, how the fuck is that underutilized? No, and he lived. He did live. He's fine. I. I I would have met him in the Thunderbolts. I just don't like the sword thing. The sword thing is just stupid. I would like it if his hand, like in Ulysses Claw, like if his hand turned... Hold on. Crime. In illness, injury. I would have liked it if his hand turned into a sword, like if he still had a hand, right. and it split open and turned into so a that's sword. Believable. Like, But the retractable sword... No, it's not believable either, but it's like, if I, I just don't, like, visually, it would have been cool to see his hand peel back and there'd be a fucking sword there, like, connected I here. I thought it was dumb, but he's like, let me just take this, this off, and, yeah. oh, do you have a dragon scale sword that I can attach to this? Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't even find a fucking charger to fit my iPhone when I travel across seas. This guy goes to a fucking mythical island, and then they're like, oh, um, I have this attachment for a sword. Do you, but this sword doesn't do anything against the demons that we're fighting. It's do you just have a the, USB. <laughs> it's, it's a USB. It's a lightning cable. It's yeah. a USB to lightning cable. Yeah, do you have touch. an adapter? I need do a, you have a, do you have a, a dongle? I need a dongle for my knife sword hand. For, do you have a dragon sword attachment lightning cable? To I give this it's, movie 10 out of 10 sword dongles. Um... Man, I really want to like be. I always try to give, be critical and be like, ah, and they kind of like give it less, whatever. Yeah, this movie's great, man. It's I can't. Ten out of ten. There, man, 10, out of 10, 10 out of ten. Five out of five. Whatever you want to fucking call it. I want to stay with the five out of five just to keep in track with the previous mm. movies that we've done. So out of it's five out of five, man. This movie's fucking really good. There's so much it's really kick, good, and and in this theme of kickflips, kickflips, uh, the the martial arts in the movie in the movie was stunning. so stunning, fucking good. The training, like the demonstrations and like all of the styles shown, you can see it translate through when they're doing the, the hand-to-hand stuff. And then when it gets like supers powered and dragons and demons and the using the ten rings and when he blasts them. Okay, I'm sorry, we didn't talk about it this part enough. 
when he uses the ten rings, I know, no, when he uses the ten rings to jump, yes. when he blasts himself into the air with the ten rings, when both Win Wu and Shang Chi do it, I, every time I was like, woo -hoo! I loved it. I thought that was a little silly, but all right. I uh, loved it. I thought it was a little silly. Um, the part in the water was great. Mm. It was fantastic. It was beautiful. Everything when was. He that, when he sees that dragon, oh, that, that shook me. So I like, I like that. So would you say, okay, so we've only had, we've done four episodes. We've only aired three so far. Mm -hmm. Would you say that this movie had the best martial arts that we've seen in film so far? Again, only three to pick from. So you can't. Sidekicks is out. Sidekicks is out. Uh, it's still, Blind, Blind Fury, Fury is still a contention. It hasn't come out yet. I know, our I know. episode, our Blind Fury episode, hasn't come out um, yet. I do like the way this martial arts was done better than than Ongbok. I, I disagree. I think Ongbok had better martial arts. However, I like the fact that this movie had different styles of martial arts portrayed. I can see that. At, yeah. at a high level. Yeah. So while I would say Ongbok was better action as, as far as the fight sequences the choreography I will say Shang-Chi as a movie is way better way better and as as a but fight as a martial arts movie specifically yeah. I like the fact that they show different styles of martial arts like before they show the uh, crouching tiger hidden dragon style the fantasy style of mm -hmm. Kung Fu and then they show you know there's a lot of different styles I, I, I was very appreciative of that yeah, as a yeah. fan of martial arts movies uh, yeah the, mar the actual like style in Ong Bak was better but the action and choreography and cinematography as a movie oh, Shang-Chi was better. This movie had a script doctor. Yeah, yeah. It had an actual script. Uh, Alright. So that's, that's it. it. We're good. So thank you guys for checking us out. This live special edition uh, version. If you listen to the audio version, you can go check us out. Uh, check out the uh, the video on YouTube or Facebook, uh, YouTube or Facebook. Uh, all our links are on our page. Uh, so if you go there, check that out. Uh, uh, follow us on social media. Uh, if you are on uh, iTunes uh, or Apple Podcasts, give us a rating, please. Rate us five stars. Give us a review. Rate and review. Uh, I'd be great. Very, very yeah. helpful. Five out of five uh, demon soul-sucking demons. That's five right. out of five dragon scale of arrows. Correct. Uh, so thank you guys for checking us out. Go to the Geek Bro Network. Check out the other podcasts on the Geek Bro Network, including but not limited to the Mount Geekmore podcast, the What's Up Bro podcast, uh, the uh, Dosa Veli. Uh, what else we talk about? Uh, Child Like at Best with Mike Valdez. Better let me tell you. Uh, Shiver and uh, and Mamas and Merlot is coming back. So oh. check that out. Thank you guys for checking us out. Uh, that's how kicking is done. Kick flicks. Kick flicks. Ah!